Welcome back to the Keeping My Sanity podcast. Today I want to chat with you about how I have succumbed to meal planning. I'm Tina, a wife and stay-at-home mom of three boys. Life is full of crazy, and I want to share it with you. I really want to do this podcast, but like you, I don't always have time to sit down and record. So we are going to fold laundry, bake, do all the things together while we talk. I want to talk about our struggles, our victories, what works, what doesn't work, and how our faith plays a part in it all. I'll also be interviewing others who know way more than I do on certain topics. I'm glad you're here to walk through life with me. I used to pride myself in how I managed to feed my husband and then eventually feed my family without being strapped down to a meal plan. I felt like we can eat all the foods that we like and when we like and however we're feeling and not base our lives off of what the calendar says. And I remember this one time my sister showed me her rotating schedule where she had it all down to the cost per meal and and all of that was just so much and I thought there is no way that I could come up with that. I don't have the time to sit down, plan through, figure out the costs of every little detail. No, I'm I'm doing fine just the way that I am without my special rotating meal plan. That's great for her, but I don't think that's going to work for me. So fast forward a couple of years, and uh, because of the pandemic and everything, we weren't going out to the store. I wasn't leaving the house, and I had to start figuring out what exactly we needed so that Josh could pick up all of the groceries for us. I had to be really specific with my grocery list. I wasn't able to just walk through the store and pick whatever I felt like we might want to eat this week and kind of do my meals on a whim on how I felt that day in the store. I had to know exactly what we were going to need and be able to have that written down specifically for Josh. He wasn't used to being in this position as the person doing all of the shopping for our food. And so I knew it would help him and it would really help me in the long run to be as specific as possible. So how was I going to have this specific shopping list? I was going to have to finally start meal planning. And sometimes I can be stubborn. And I wanted to stick to the way that I had always been doing it. But, well, I had no choice. The idea of starting to meal plan was rather daunting. I felt as though it was going to be a ton of work. 
My sister is very organized and looking at her rotating meal plan with all of the details, like that couldn't have been an overnight, oh, a 15 minute sit down and boom, there it is. No, like she had spent a lot of time working on that, but that's what I looked at as my example and there was no way I was going to be able to do that. Not with the crazy of life. Meal planning must take a ton of work. How am I supposed to do all of these things from scratch? Now, if you know me, you know that I'm going to be doing a lot of things from scratch anyway because that's just that's just what I love to do. But I understand that that can also be another fear when it comes to starting to meal plan. Also, as I already said, there's that fear where, well, if I meal plan, then if something comes up or something's running late and now, but my meal plan says that we're eating this, how am I supposed to get everything done in time? I very often will swap days. Okay, not too often because I really like being organized and having everything down specifically, but I could (laughs) switch days if I wanted to and I have done it. Not often, but I have done it. So you might have some of those fears when it comes to meal planning. I already told you I did. But there are a lot of benefits that I have found. Meal planning has saved us money. I'm not just grabbing random things that I think of in the moment. Oh my goodness, we should do Swedish meatballs. I love Swedish meatballs. Okay, so I buy the things to make Swedish meatballs. And then by the time I get home and the kids start asking me questions, I forget what meals popped into my head while I was at the store. And now I have all the ingredients for Swedish meatballs. And I never make Swedish meatballs. I I make something else, but I don't use all of the ingredients that I've just spent our money on. So meal planning has actually helped us save money and stay focused. It also helps us eat better because I'm not grabbing so many of those quick freezer, throw in the oven things, which are totally fine. And I do buy those and we definitely do eat those. But we now have a plan and so I can plan ahead. I know, oh, this is going to take a little extra time, but it's going to be better for us. Our boys even call it fuel for their bodies and I love that because it's so true. So we eat better and if I'm planning ahead, I can plan to use the leftovers better. Say I do a whole chicken in a crock pot, which is actually one of the meals in my sample meal plan on my website, keepingmysanity.com if you want to check that out. I do the whole chicken in a crock pot and maybe the next day I do chicken paninis. I shred up some of the chicken from the chicken in a crock pot or I use it in the taco soup recipe also on my meal plan. You're just going to want to check out that meal plan or I can throw some of the leftover rotisserie chicken or crock pot chicken into the taco soup. Plan ahead. It really allowed me to see the food that we are going to be having and find ways to use it up in the following meals so we had less food waste too which is awesome because I I hate throwing food away I see dollar signs going into my garbage can and that drives me crazy don't want to do that another benefit 
is that it reduces the stress of all the last minute planning. I know you've been there. You've gotten to the end of a crazy day. Everybody has needed you for every little thing and you haven't had a complete thought all day long. It's 4.30. What's for dinner? Or even worse, one of your kids asks you, what's for dinner? You don't know. You don't have a plan. And then you're trying to throw something together, come up with something while all of the crazy is still going on. That's not fun. I get that. Having the plan really helps. I love being able to glance over at my calendar that I keep on the fridge. And then I know exactly what I'm doing. Oh, okay. No thought necessary today. I've also found that it can help us have a greater variety in our meals. I'm not just getting in a rut and only making the meals that are on the top of my mind because I can't process thought some days. I, I have a variety because I've planned ahead and I can shake it up throughout the week, try new things, and expand our menu. So clearly... The benefits for having a meal plan outweigh those fears that we might have about trying to come up with one. But how do you do that? How do you just sit down and come up with a meal plan? For me, I'm, I'm super indecisive. So the idea of trying to think through Monday night, how am I going to narrow this down? I don't know what I'm going to want to eat on Monday night. How am I going to pick? Oh, and, and it's just... It's just the stress levels just go skyrocketing again, and I don't need that. So I decided to consolidate all of our favorite recipes. If you're like me, you have some recipes pinned on Pinterest. You have some recipes in your recipe box. You have some recipes you love from a family cookbook. You have some recipes that your mom has that maybe she emailed you. When was that? How am I going to search for that? Or you have some recipes that they're just ones you've kind of made up and they're just somewhere scrambled around in your brain with everything else. Consolidate those. Write them down. I wrote down our favorite breakfast foods. You could write down your favorite lunches. We tend to just do peanut butter and jelly or leftovers for lunch because, I mean, we got to use up the food. No food waste. Maybe you're more exciting than I am and have fun lunches. Way to go, you. Like, good. Way to go. I also then will write down all of our favorite dinners and even write down your favorite desserts because it's fun to sprinkle those throughout. Ooh, sprinkle. That was a pun. I didn't mean that. (laughs) Okay, so sprinkle the desserts throughout your, your month or week, whatever, however long you're planning it. Also, side note, you don't have to start off doing a full month at a time. Start with a week. Two weeks, it doesn't have to be a big, overwhelming project, okay? So I went through and I wrote down all of our favorite meals for all the different times of the day. Then I assigned each day of the week a different theme. Now these might seem a little cheesy, but hey, they work for me. So I have my soup Sunday. I chose soup because right now it's cool weather. Um, You might do a salad Sunday if it's warm weather outside. We have meatless Monday and that's not because we're vegetarian or vegan or anything like that. It just kind of flowed. So I mean, yeah, it's just what we did. 
Then we have Taco Tuesday because duh. Tacos. Everybody. I mean, you better love tacos. We have Pasta Wednesday. And if you know something that flows better with Wednesday, shoot it at me because I, I have no clue. That All I had was pasta. Then Chicken Thursday because chicken is cheap. Then we have Fun Fridays. And it started off as Pizza Popcorn Movie Night as a way to celebrate surviving that week of school. So we just... We've just stuck with the pizza night on Fridays. And, you know, now we change it up where sometimes we do homemade soft pretzels. I mean, find something fun. Grab something from the freezer. Whatever it is, Friday is fun and easy. And then Saturday, I just did simple Saturdays because the weekends always fill up. Then I went and I took all of those meals that I had that huge list and I just stuck them into different categories into the different days the different themes and maybe chicken enchiladas goes in taco Tuesdays but hey it also goes into chicken Thursdays so just kind of like fill it all out and then you find that you've got these narrowed down lists so when you're going through the calendar and you're writing down something for dinner on Monday night you're like ah Monday night, it's Meatless Mondays because Tina had such a great idea for having Meatless Mondays that's totally not original to her, but hey, go with it. And you do baked potatoes for Mondays. And it just really simplifies the whole process of trying to figure it out. And for those who might be indecisive like I am, it's very helpful. I also like to change it up and show a little bit of creativity by going to nationaldaycalendar.com and seeing what is happening. There are some pretty crazy things that they've turned into national days. Some days you just know you're going to have to celebrate. For example, National Fajita Day. Yes. Or maybe it's National Chocolate Cupcake Day. Okay, so that's going to be the day that you plan to make cupcakes and take them to a neighbor or to a friend, wherever, or just eat them all yourself. So I fill in my month here and there with special days. And that just kind of shakes it up a little bit, makes it a little bit more exciting. Then I go through and I'll fill in the breakfast and the lunches. Unless you're like me, boring. It's just what it is. And then add my dinners. Some of them will be easy because, hey, it's National Fajita Day, so obviously I'm doing fajitas. And just go ahead and fill that in. Ends up becoming really quick and easy to do because you've narrowed down the huge list. And you know what I've even found myself doing? I kind of have a rotating schedule. Don't tell my sister I said that. There have been months now where I basically look at last month's schedule and I'm like, oh, first Wednesday of the month, we had spaghetti and French bread. Yep, that works. And so I put that down for the first Wednesday and I find that I kind of copy most of the month except for the national days. But again, don't tell Ashley I said that. Once everything's filled out, I print it out and I stick it up on the fridge. Not everybody's into printing things out. I really like paper. So I put it on the fridge so I can see the paper. Now I've gone ahead and typed out my step-by-step process for creating a meal plan. 
And if you want to go ahead and read through that, that's on my website, keepingmysanity.com. I also have a fillable PDF calendar that you can get for free on there to get you started with your meal planning. And it's cute. The first round of meal planning might seem like a lot of work. But once you have everything consolidated, I know I found that the next month and the week after that and the month after that, however often you do it, it just goes more quickly each time and you get in the groove and it totally, totally pays off. I would love to see what you come up with for your first meal plan. If you have any questions or would just like to reach out to me on social media, I'm on Instagram at Tina Hornick, or you can just reach out to me through my website, keepingmysanity.com. All the links for everything will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to chatting with you again. Bye.